This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. Hello, I'm Ana Maria Popescu with the news first. The headlines. Four people died and five others were injured in a work accident on the Moldova motorway construction site. The government had a first reading of the set of measures aimed at rebalancing the state budget and the Black Sea region must be protected against the effects of Russia's war in Ukraine, says the president of Romania, Klaus Johannes. Criminal investigation was initiated with respect to the blast that occurred last night on a gas pipeline on the Moldova motorway construction site in eastern Romania, in which four people died and five others were injured. Two men with burn wounds affecting 30 and 40 percent of their bodies respectively were transferred to hospitals in Bucharest. Prosecutors are investigating manslaughter and bodily harm offences, as well as failure to take or observe work safety measures. The Cabinet had a first discussion on the set of measures aimed at the long-term rebalancing of the state budget and at facilitating the absorption of tens of billions in EU funding. Apart from cutting down public spending, the bill focuses on fighting tax evasion, introduces taxes on large profits and wealth, and eliminates tax privileges. The wider Black Sea area must be protected against the effects of Russia's war against Ukraine, the president of Romania, Klaus Johannes, said in an address at the United Nations General Assembly in New York. President Johannes also said Romania was concerned with the effects of climate change, of pollution, of energy insecurity, and is making visible efforts to fight them. According to him, climate education is a priority for Romania, and the climate and security interconnection should rank higher on the UN agenda. Stay tuned for more details on the Romanian president's address at the UN after the news. Egypt's General Authority for Supply Commodities announced having purchased 120,000 tons of wheat from Romania in an international purchasing tender, Reuters reports. GSC also said that since early June, Cairo has imported approximately 2.14 million tons of wheat, mainly from Russia and Romania. Egypt is the world's largest wheat buyer needed for its national bread subsidy program, benefiting more than 70 million of its 103 million citizens. The Romanian capital city is celebrating these days 564 years since its first mention in official documents. Maps, plans, archive images and three-dimensional scale models showcasing the 19th 
century history of the city are displayed in an exhibition opened until Sunday at the Arkub Cultural Center. On Saturday, around 200 arts high school students will dance in front of the National History Museum of Romania and the music of old-time Bucharest will be performed in the Georgia Enesco Festival Square in front of the Romanian Athenaeum. And that was the news. Dear friends, the Radio Romania Board of Administrators decided to temporarily suspend the use of two out of the five Radiocom shortwave transmitters that ensure the broadcast of Radio Romania International's programs because of budget cuts. The RRI programs in English are affected. All of them may be received on only one frequency instead of two as of August the 1st. The frequencies, as well as any other prospective changes operated by Radiocom for to reception monitoring and to your feedback on reception quality will be announced in our broadcasts on our webpage and on Facebook. We invite you to follow RRI's programs online at rri.ro, including On Demand, on SoundCloud, on Android and iOS apps, via TuneIn and via Satellite. You can find more details on our homepage. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn and Spotify. Attending the UN General Assembly, President Klaus Johannes called on Russia to unblock the transport of Ukrainian grain via the Black Sea. I'm Cristina Mateescu with this report by Corina Krista. Romania is a direct neighbor to the continued war of aggression of Russia against Ukraine, and we acted with all our energy to bring a solid contribution to regional and international security and stability, said the Romanian president in his address at the UN National Assembly, before adding, This war demonstrated that the Black Sea needs more global attention, as it is of strategic importance for transatlantic security. Our region, the wider Black Sea area, must be protected against the effects of Russia's war against Ukraine and its hybrid war and malign interference. Romania has been constantly arguing on the need to keep the so-called protracted or frozen conflicts in the region high on our agenda. Romania has also been at the forefront of supporting in a multidimensional manner the vulnerable partners in the region. We have thus offered substantial support to our neighbor, the Republic of Moldova, the country most affected by the war after, of course, Ukraine itself. The Romanian president again urged Russia to cease blocking the Black Sea Grain Initiative emphasizing that by withdrawing from the deal and by attacking Ukrainian ports, it is exacerbating the global food crisis. Johannes recalled that Romania facilitated the delivery of significant amounts of Ukrainian grain, namely more than 25.5 million tons, and promised that his country would not let down its most vulnerable partners, especially those from least developed countries, including in Africa. The Romanian president also had talks about the transit and export of Ukrainian grain 
with Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky, the President of the European Commission Ursula von der Leyen and Bulgaria's Deputy Prime Minister Maria Gabriel. At the end of the talks, President Klaus Johannes said solutions were found to manage the export of Ukrainian grain through the creation of a system to authorize these exports, so that Romanian farmers should not be affected. He said a significant part of the transit goes through Romania, and it is important to manage undeclared exports, for example to markets in Romania. He concluded by saying that the Romanian government, together with the Ukrainian side, found solutions that were also approved by the European Commission. The Romanian government has for the first time tackled the draft law on the new fiscal budgetary measures. This is Daniel Bilz at the microphone with a report by Roxana Vasile. The PSD-PNL government coalition in Bucharest on Wednesday night held its first talks over the new series of measures aimed at attaining a long-term balanced state budget and easing the EU fund absorption. The country's finance minister, Marcel Bolos, recalls that Romania has pledged to clear the 4.4% budget deficit target. And if it fails to achieve that, it runs the risk of seeing major EU fund cuts from the European Commission. Funds which are crucial in the process of streamlining the country's infrastructure, including motorways, hospitals and schools. We have 46 billion euros in the cohesion policy and another 29.3 in the National Plan of Recovery and Resilience. So we are talking Romania's future here. 75 billion euros which we cannot afford being suspended. Besides cutting on public expenses, the executive also wants to fight tax evasion to improve income taxation and cut fiscal privileges. In an attempt to reduce the anxiety caused by the upcoming swollen taxation and price hikes, the same finance minister says that prices will indeed get higher, while banks and small enterprises will pay higher taxes. But the VAT will rise only for some categories of goods and services. We have 46 billion euros in the cohesion policy and another 29.3 in the national plan of recovery and resilience. So we are talking Romania's future here. 75 billion euros, which we cannot afford being suspended. Besides cutting on public expenses, the executive also wants to fight tax evasion to improve income taxation and cut fiscal privileges. In an attempt to reduce the anxiety caused by the upcoming falling taxation and price hikes, the same finance minister says that prices will indeed get higher while banks and small enterprises will pay higher taxes, but the VAT will rise only for some categories of goods and services. Foodstuff will stay around 9% and so will medicine, but the medical processes for disabled people will remain at 0% VAT. At the same time, we are going to have 5% for firewood, thermal energy, gas, everything that means household consumption. 
Before the government session, the new fiscal budgetary measures had been tackled by the Three-Party Social Dialogue Council, a body made up of representatives of the government, employers' associations and trade unions. According to their president, Florin Gianu, the employers' associations seemed to be contented with the decision as they got the promise the measures will be applied as of January the 1st, 2024 and the VAT in the hospitality industry will remain unchanged. The hospitality industry will have a 9% VAT, a very good thing for this sector. Had the VAT been raised in this sector, we would have completely lost competitiveness against our Bulgarian neighbours. Trade unions, however, are dissatisfied with the decision that holiday vouchers be given only to state employees with salaries up to 1,600 euros. In response, Social Democratic Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu said, With a state salary of 8,000 lei, you cannot apply for holiday vouchers plus food allowances. Those with small salaries will continue to get vouchers even at a higher value, but it's totally unfair to give them to the employees with big salaries. Prime Minister Cholaku is to present next week in Parliament the aforementioned package of fiscal budgetary measures for which its executive will assume responsibility. The new measures, which have attracted a lot of heat from the opposition, have been described by the country's president, Klaus Johannes, as a step in the right direction. And that's all from our radio newsreel. Focus on Romania. It's now time to listen to Song of the Day on Radio Romania International. Elena Gheorghe will be performing one of her latest hits, Sunglasses. I'm not a mentir, I'm not a plecar. Can I need 
You are listening to Radio Romania International. Traveler's Guide. Hello and welcome to our travels feature. I am Kalin Kotsoyu. Tsara Hatsegurui is one of the areas with the largest number of tourist, natural and cultural objectives in Romania. Here you can find aurochs or bisons, medieval churches, old houses and castles, a lot of historical monuments of national interest, and even fossils of pygmy dinosaurs unique in the world. The attractiveness of the area is also given by the more than 40 hiking or cycling routes, the ones for cycle tourism being approved by the Ministry of Entrepreneurship and Tourism, a national first. A trip to Tsara Hatsegului and Retezat is first of all a journey through time, says Anka Rusu, the manager of this ecotourism destination. You can discover vanished worlds here. You can stand face to face with life-size dinosaurs that lived on Hatzeg Island 70 million years ago. Or you can explore volcanoes and traces of an extinct sea. Coming to more recent times, you can admire mountain landscapes, lakes, carnivorous plants, all left over from the Ice Age 10,000 years ago. Then you will enjoy the traces left by the Romans in antiquity at Sarmizegetusa Ulpia Traiana, or the first places of Christianity, as the Densush Church is considered. We are slowly reaching our days, passing through the medieval period, which left us important stone fortresses and churches in Sarahatsegului, and the local people continue to beautifully tell the story of these lands blessed by God. In Sarahatsegului, there are trails for all lovers of active tourism. It is very important to know more data about each individual tourist or each group of tourists because we recommend the trails in the Retezat National Park to those who are active and in love with nature, of course. Retezat National Park is known to be an extremely technical mountain. Of course, there are various categories of difficulty, but in general, Retezat is not recommended for beginners. For beginners, we have prepared trails from the other two natural parks located here, Grădiștea Muncelului Cioclovina Nature Park or the UNESCO International Geopark Țara Hatsegului. They are a bit more affordable and recommended for everyone, especially families with children. You can find details about all these routes on our website, turis-retezat.ro. There you will find them by category, according to each protected natural area. 
Hatsa country has never excelled in terms of crafts as it happens in the north of Romania, in Bukovina or in Maramureș. However, there are local projects and people who continue to carry on the few crafts that existed and still exist in Țara Hatsagului, according to Anca Rusu. Dacă ar fi să dau un exemplu de succes, m-aș gândi la cooperativa Hategana, o cooperativă care încă... If I had to give an example of success, it, uh, I would think of cooperativa Hategana, a cooperative that still stubbornly produces by hand traditional folk shirts and costumes from the surroundings, which you can easily find by accessing their page on Facebook or coming to the city of Hateg in the center, somewhere behind Town Hall. You find the ladies there and you can learn their impressive story that has been being written for well over half a century. And here we meet a special category of tourists compared to Retezator to the other mountain areas. Here mostly families with children visit who are looking for experiences regarding the discovery of fossils and everything that life meant on this former tropical island. They can discover activities at all the houses in the geopark. But these are not the only points of attraction, says Ankarusu, the manager of the Tsara Hatsebului Retezat ecotourism destination. At Peștana, there is another important point, the Hatsegan Village Museum, from where you can go on an easy hike and admire a swamp that is a bit special. Carnivorous plants, Drosera rotitudifolia, live in the swamp, which you can admire with the children. If you want to go back in time, 17 million years ago, live like a paleontologist, and give your children all kinds of wonderful experiences set up by people who interpret the special natural heritage that Tsarahaxaguli has, You can go at Casa Vulcanilor, the volcanic house in Densush. I recommend you call or find out more details on their website, because it's a shame to go there without a guide. There are activities that you have to discover with someone who explains them to you. They are among the most popular and spectacular activities with children that Tsara Hatseguli offers. Since 2015, the Tsara Dinosaur Geopark Natural Park has come under international attention. It was declared an international geopark by UNESCO, so a lot of conferences, workshops, meetings at the highest levels take place here with specialists from across borders who bring their families or recommend the area to the countries that, where they come from. You have been listening to Traveler's Guide. Working in Romania. Welcome, I'm Cristina Matescu. 140,000 foreign workers came to Romania on labor permits in 2023, the maximum number allowed by the Bucharest administration. Last year, when a similar number was permitted, almost 11,000 Romanian companies requested the issuing of work permits for vacant posts. 
In this context, over 29,000 workers came from Bangladesh, almost 16,500 from Nepal and around 13,000 from Pakistan. Other countries of origin for foreign workers in Romania were Sri Lanka, India, Turkey, Egypt, Morocco and Vietnam. The Labour Ministry says that in 2021, when the maximum allowed figure was 50,000 workers, only 42,285 permits were issued, therefore under the established ceiling. And the previous year, in 2020, out of the 30,000 jobs available to foreign workers, only 22,304 were occupied. The main occupations for which work permits were requested in Romania in 2022 included unskilled workers for demolition of buildings and construction-related activities such as painting and flooring and other types of activities related to construction materials, unskilled workers for spare parts assembly, shop assistants, goods handlers, security guards, mechanical fitters and assistant cooks. According to data from the Labour Inspectorate, most foreign workers employed in Romania are working in constructions on residential and non-residential projects, namely 15,000, in restaurants, namely more than 9,000, and in the transport of road goods, around 3,000. 34% of the total number of workers in Romania, namely around 41,000, are employed in Bucharest. Most foreign workers in Bucharest come from Nepal, over 6,100, Turkey, almost 4,000, Ukraine, around 3,500, and Sri Lanka, over 3,200. The following regions of Romania in terms of number of foreign workers with labour contracts are the counties of Ilfov, close to Bucharest, Timiș and Arad in the west, Constanța in the southeast, Cluj and Bihor in the northwest, Brasov in the center, Yash in the northeast, and Argeș in the south. The average net salary income in Romania in July was almost 919 euros, down 7 euros compared with the previous month, according to data published by the National Institute for Statistics. The biggest earners are in IT, with an average of 2,130 euros, while the lowest earners are in the hotel and restaurant business, with 512 euros. Compared with July last year, the average net salary income grew by 14.8%. Also, the cost of labour per hour grew by 14.4% in Romania, according to the European Statistical Office. Workforce hourly costs include salary and non-salary costs, as well as social security contributions paid by employers. Next in this program, sports. Hello, this is Daniel Bielsa on the microphone. In the first round of the preliminaries for the women's Euroleague in basketball, Romanian side Sepsi Svantogheorghe secured a 59-54 home win against Latvian side TTT Riga. The first half of the game was balanced, but the visitors managed to get the upper hand in the second half of the game. However, Romania went back into the game towards the end of the match and sealed the points at a five-goal margin. The second match is due in Riga on September the 27th. 
Romanian wrestler Catalina Accenta has failed to qualify for the Olympic Games in Paris, although she went closest to qualification. Of all the athletes representing Romania at the World Wrestling Championships in Belgrade, in the 76kg category, Catalina went fifth after losing the match for the third position against Tatiana Renteria of Colombia. Accenta also lost the qualifying match against Milaimis Marin of Cuba. The city of Sibiu in central Romania is hosting a men's tennis tournament with 73,000 euros in prize money. As Filip Gianu and Cesar Crețu lost their games in the first round of the competition, Romania no longer has any representative in the single competition. Gianu was outperformed by Italian Eduardo Lavagno, 76-64. Crezzo, who benefited a wild card, lost to another Italian, Giovanni Fonio, who won the match 7-6-6-3. The UEFA has sanctioned Romania's football federation and the country's national football side is to play one match without its fans. The sanction came after the incident during the Romania vs Kosovo in the Euro 2024 qualifiers. According to Arger Press News Agency, the reasons behind the decision are the political and racist slogans chanted by the Romanian fans who threw torches and other objects to the pitch and who also blocked public access ways during the match. So under the UEFA decision, fans will no longer be able to encourage their favourite side on October the 15th against Andorra, when only children up to 14 years old will be allowed on the stadium. The UEFA has also fined the Romanian Football Federation with €52,000. In the end, we remind you that you can revisit this report on the internet at rri.ro as well as on Radio Romania International's Facebook profile. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Coming up next in the program, here is Music of Romania. I'm Eugen Nasta. We have prepared for today a fine choice of sentimental songs from the repertoire of traditional music legend, the late Angela Moldovan. For starters, here's a cut entitled I Love the Sentimental Song. Din țara mea și 
Next stop in the program, here is another sentimental song performed by Angela Moldovan, lyrics by Romanian 19th century poet Mihai Eminescu.
Angela Moldovan used to be a solo performer with the Army's Skylark Ensemble for 33 years. We end Music of Romania with the one last beautiful sentimental song from Angela Moldovan's repertoire. Living Romania. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. In the spotlight. Hello dear friends and welcome to a new edition of our weekly feature covering the latest developments in Romania's international life. This is Daniel Beals at the microphone. Stay tuned.
Through its withdrawal from the Black Sea Grain Initiative, known as BSGI, and its latest attacks on port and grain infrastructure in Ukraine, Russia has managed to disrupt grain markets all over the world and to affect the global food security. In response to the situation created, representatives from the United States of America joined their counterparts from Romania, Ukraine, Moldova and the European Union for a second high-level meeting in Constanta, southeastern Romania. The meeting's main aim was to find ways to step up Ukrainian grain exports and address the global challenge of food insecurity caused by Russia's decision to withdraw from the Black Sea Grain Initiative and to attack global food supplies. The meeting in Constanza was attended by the U.S. Department of State Sanctions Coordinator Ambassador Jim O'Brien, the U.S. Ambassador to Ukraine Bridget Brink, the U.S. Ambassador to Romania Kathleen Kavalek, and the U.S. Ambassador to Moldova Kent Loxton. They joined the Romanian Minister of Transport and Infrastructure, Sorin Grindanu, Ukrainian Deputy Prime Minister Alexander Kubrakov, Moldovan Minister of Infrastructure and Regional Development Andrei Spunu, and Director General of European Mobility and Transport Magda Kupczynska. According to the U.S. Ambassador in Bucharest, Kathleen Kavalek, Romania stands out in Europe for the critical role it has played in supporting the export of Ukrainian grain to world markets. In fact, more than half of all the grain exported by Ukraine has transited through Romania on its way to consumers all around the world. Romania has facilitated the shipment of nearly 30 million tons of Ukrainian grain through the Danube and Constanza port since the start of the war. Taking the floor during the event in Constanza, the U.S. Department of State Sanctions Coordinator, Ambassador Jim O'Brien, told the participants the meeting happened because Russia had decided to attack civilian infrastructure and global food supplies. As you know, we asked to hold the press conference for this meeting early. Often that means that nobody can agree and they have to leave. In this case, it means everyone showed up. We had done our homework. We knew what needed to be done. And we reached agreement very quickly. And that's really the story of today. And so uh, you've heard from the other speakers many of the details. I'll just add a little piece from America's perspective. So I'll start with a thank you to Minister Grindiano and to our hosts at the Port of Costanza. This is the sixth Black Sea port I've visited in the last couple of years. It's by far the biggest. And it's very impressive and um, wonderful to see, and to see all the extra capacity that will now be brought to bear to, to help Ukraine bring more grain out. The, this meeting happens because Russia has decided to attack Ukraine's civilian infrastructure and to attack global food supplies. Referring to the U.S. participation in the meeting in Constanza, aimed at increasing the amount of Ukrainian grain shipped to various world markets, Ambassador Jim O'Brien said, In this context, you know, for the U.S. to be here is especially important because Romania is a vital NATO ally and we stand with Romania as Russia brings this war closer and closer to, to your borders. So 
In addition, we see the amazing resilience on the Ukrainian side. Despite more than 180 attacks, hundreds of thousands of tons of grain destroyed by Russia since they withdrew from the Black Sea Grain Initiative. Ukraine has been able to keep up the pace and keep moving grain into global markets um, through some amazing work that's been done in the ports that have been damaged. And I'm proud to be able to stand with Romania, Moldova, and Ukraine, and our European colleagues to make sure that this progress can be built upon as we, as we go forward. Romania's assistance to Ukraine also benefits Romanians. Not only have Romania's EU financed efforts to modernize its own rail, river and port infrastructure enhanced the efficiency of grain transport in the region, but they have also stimulated economic growth at home, says Ambassador Kavalek. In turn, the U.S. Department of State Sanctions Coordinator Ambassador Jim O'Brien voiced confidence during the meeting in Constanza that security on the transport routes would increase in the next months. I'm sure that we will have more and more security on these transit routes over the weeks and months ahead, and that will allow us to expand the work even more than has happened recently. So as you've heard from others, we've set a target of reaching 4 million tons a month transit through Romania and with much of that flowing through Moldova as well. We've seen very good progress. Several weeks ago, we committed to a series of administrative steps that would allow for more ships, for larger ships, and for more efficient use of the rail and road networks in the region. And we're seeing According to the U.S. Ambassador in Bucharest, Kathleen Kavalek, the United States is proud to partner with Romania in support of these important efforts. U.S. and EU officials have been working together this year to facilitate discussions among Ukraine, Moldova and Romania about ways to improve and expand these networks to allow Ukrainian grain to continue to flow in larger quantities. In his speech at the meeting in Constanza, the U.S. Department of State Sanctions Coordinator, Ambassador Jim O'Brien, also referred to the partnership between the countries involved with this project, aimed at increasing the amount of Ukrainian grain transiting the area towards the world's markets. All of this goes to two themes. One of them is what we do here is good for each of the three countries on the front line and for each of their commercial sectors. We're building infrastructure. And as one of the senior people at the port said, when you build infrastructure, wealth follows. So all the farmers in Moldova, the farmers in Romania, others will be able to take advantage of the increased markets that are being created as we bring more Ukrainian grain to global markets. 
And the final point I want to make is that this is what it means to be a partnership. We're in a coalition with Ukraine against this illegal war. And when Russia takes a new tactic, we all come together, every member state of the European Union, the United States, Romania, Moldova, as frontline states, and we find a way to address it. So we heard earlier this week President von der Leyen talk about Ukraine's future in Europe, Moldova's future in Europe, and Europe's future in those countries. And as a close friend of that process and a NATO ally of Romania, I'd say we're proud to be part of working together to solve this. Because whatever obstacle Russia tries to put in the way of this region making progress for peaceful and prosperous uh, role in, in the global economy, The U.S. Department of State Sanctions Coordinator Ambassador Jim O'Brien has wrapped up today's edition of our weekly feature in the spotlight. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. Gheorghe Roșoga is one of the best vocalists of Oltenia, a region in southern Romania. Gheorghe Roșoga sings about simple, common things like birds, seasons, leaves and forests. About people and their lives. Here he is now at the microphone with a love song he recorded in the studios of the Romanian public radio station. <laughs> Iar linii un boșovacă, 
And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl.ri.ro.